Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. It's Friday and time for my buddy, Brad Bannon, to co-host this and next hour with me on this Friday. Brad runs Bannon Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm that helps labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. Hello, Brad. Happy Friday. I'm so glad you're here to join me and to talk about Hillary and other things and certainly candidates. It's always a pleasure. And uh, let's talk before we uh, talk about Joe Biden and, and the Hillary camp and, you know, what people are saying. There is, as you know, a Reuters poll that a Reuters Ipsos poll that came out. And over the past five days, according to this poll, Hillary Clinton's support among Democrats has now dropped to its lowest since they began polling on her chances of winning the party's nomination. And they started that polling almost three years ago. She has a 20 percentage point lead over Bernie Sanders, but um, she has now dropped from 45 to percent. He's gone up to 25 percent. And Joe Biden, who hasn't even said he's in the game, and we'll talk about that because I usually I usually don't believe you, but you end up being right. Uh, Joe Biden came in third at 16 percent. So first, talk to me. People are say, you know, people are saying that, you know, Hillary screwed. Things are not going well for Hillary. There's another poll that shows that people call her certain adjectives, including a liar, that her approval rating is low, um, that her trustworthy rating is low, um, pretty much equal to and even higher in some cases uh, than, than Donald Trump. So is, is Hillary at a – if you were advising Hillary and working on her campaign, would you say we need to do something? This is a problem. Well, the short answer it is it is a problem, and she does need to do something. Uh, we had this, this we had a discussion on on your show, you know, about six months ago, when this uh, story about the emails first broke. And my advice at the time to uh, Hillary Clinton, if she was listening that afternoon, uh, was what she should do uh, is take her lumps, release. Uh, send the server with all the emails uh, to the State Department uh, and let the whole thing out. Now, if she'd done that, she would have taken some hits, but she would have taken them four and five and six months ago uh, instead of about 150 days before the Iowa caucuses. Uh, so I think what she needs to do. But wait, is- wait, 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 Brad, sorry. Let me, let, Brad, one second. I agree with you that she should have just from head on like, you know, there, look, there's nothing to hide. Um, here's the server. And, um, the, you know, the reason we deleted everything is, you know, because I'm no longer secretary of state, whatever. 
um, instead of making jokes about what, wipe it with a cloth, say, absolutely not. I, I wouldn't even know how. And then she could have made a joke like I would have made, quite frankly, saying, before this issue, I thought a server was somebody who worked in a restaurant. And and then, you know, that's a bit different than and, and the way that she did it. You know what I mean? If you smile and she had done it mm-hmm. in a genteel, yep. warm way instead of that nasty, defensive, you know, look on her face. But, but Brad, to your point, and I agree with you, and there's been no, I apologize. It was, in hindsight, it was reckless, you know, all that. Um, she has turned over the server now. She, you know, pretty much has said she didn't, you know, wipe it clean. She pretty much has said, look, there's nothing to hide. And they're really not finding anything because nothing seems to be literally marked as classified and top secret. They're doing after-the-fact markings, and nothing was sent by her uh, to that effect. And we're finding out others, like Ambassador Caroline Kennedy of Japan, uh, uses her personal email. And, you know, we know Colin Powell did. The list goes on. Uh, so, so she has turned over the server, and she is trying to move forward. We are finding out. You know, we know there's not going to be any charges against her of espionage. I think most of us will go to Vegas and, you know, bet on that. Republicans obviously know the email situation isn't working because they're moving to other stories now and other attacks. So why are we seeing the numbers still go down? Well, uh, there are a couple of reasons. Uh, First of all, you're right about her being prosecuted because yesterday or the day before, the State Department uh, released a statement, uh, said that uh, Hillary Clinton had not sent out uh, any classified uh, emails on her server. Uh, Now, to your question, uh, the reason is I think she has bungled this whole situation. And when I see her on TV or read about her or hear about her explaining this thing, she's not – she's giving a legal response instead of a personal response. She says, I, you know, I shouldn't have done it, uh, but legally I haven't done anything wrong. That's okay, Brad, hold on to that. Brad, hold on. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Brad Bannon, my co-host, and you after this. Join us, 8886Leslie, on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. foods, even sleeping in the wrong position can give us an upset stomach. Experts say that nearly all of us eventually develop some sort of digestive problem, and that's because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So, do what I do. When I have a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement, and best of all, it's 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He's a gastroenterologist and a dentist, and he blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for overall oral health as well. And when you put all those things together, they boost the body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten and lactose-free, and they come in citrus and wild berry flavors. So when you get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. You'll feel better, and it's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. 
talking to one of my gutsy friends here on the program. Uh, Brad Bannon is in the house, co-host uh, every Friday here with me. He'll be here this and next hour. And we were talking about a new poll that just came out that shows Hillary Clinton's numbers slipping. Um, Brad, before the break, if you could just repeat a little of what you said for people just tuning in who might have missed that, also because I had to interrupt you to go to break. I was asking how much this hurt her, and I was also specifically asking why her ratings were down, being that she has turned over the server. She's pretty much admit, uh, admitted, look, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. I don't you know, feel, feel I did anything wrong. In hindsight, it wasn't the best thing to do, and she has turned over the server. And pretty much, you know, to me, computer forensic-type people are saying it is something that the FBI would be able to uh, retrieve. I mean, this is not, you know, this, this is not the CIA, you know, trying to hide materials. Well, I think the problem is, you're right, she's apologized, but it's been a half-assed apology. What she's been, her message has been, I haven't done anything legally wrong. It sounds to me like back in 2000 when Al Gore said, no controlling legal authority over and over again. She has to give a personal response, not a legal response. She needs to say something like, I screwed up. I learned a lesson. Uh, I'll know better next time. Uh, but saying that she's done nothing wrong legally uh, is it doesn't do anything for her. Uh, you know, I, I agree, but now, I mean, do, do you feel the email controversy is more behind her, I mean, than it was? I mean, not just because of time, but because they're not finding anything that they can really pin on her as much as they're trying. Well, yeah, I think it, it's going to dissolve over time. But remember, the Republicans are still beating, up, beating her up on Benghazi. And these things are always going to follow Hillary Clinton. But... What I think a lot of observers don't uh, understand is Hillary Clinton is, except for the possibility of her husband, the most resilient possibility, uh, most resilient politician of our generation. She takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Uh, People were saying, well, Benghazi finished her, and Republicans had six or seven uh, committees investigate her without finding anything. That's the way this email controversy is going to go, uh, and she has incredible capacity uh, to rebound politically uh, when she's in when she has a problem. Looking at these numbers, looking at when this is happening, how bad is a twenty-point lead at this point in the game, a year and a half away or a year and a quarter away from the election, and and in the summer? Well, uh, you know, the reality is uh, the Iowa caucuses are in about 150-some days. Uh, so that's the first thing she has to deal with. And the reality is, you know, there's, I could say, the, you know, the flip thing to say is I'd rather be 20 points ahead than 20 points behind. Uh, the other thing you have to remember, uh, the other thing, that help, will help Hillary, besides the fact she's incredibly resilient, uh, is the fact she's sitting on a ton of money. Uh, for example, uh, she is right now, I think in the last week, uh, been advertising in both New Hampshire and Iowa. Uh, I see the commercials here in Boston, uh, you know, a lot. Uh, so uh, I think once her advertising kicks in in Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, that's going to help her too. I'm not dismissing the threat that Bernie Sanders uh, is to her. Uh, Sanders has uh, done a lot of good things to move in contention. 
but the reality is uh, he's 20 points behind. I think Sanders' true test is I could very easily see Bernie Sanders winning Iowa and New Hampshire. But after that, he's going to have a real tough time. Uh, the next no, he's uh, the last that I saw. The last I saw, he's ahead in New Hampshire. I think he'll win New Hampshire. He's from Vermont. I, I would almost expect him to win New Hampshire. Is he going to win Iowa? I thought she's been doing pretty. Yeah, I thought she was low and came up. Problematic for Sanders. She has still has a pretty good lead in Iowa. The problem is. And there are tons uh, of people. There are tons of people that win caucuses in Iowa and never become nominees. Uh, just ask Mike Huckabee or Rick Santorum. Right, right. Uh, they were the last two Republicans to win uh, the Iowa caucuses, right. and look where they are. Uh, so, but once you get through Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, then the next stop is South Carolina, and right after that, uh, you have soup. What? is close to being a Super Tuesday, or what people are calling uh, the Dixie Super Primary. And Hillary has a tremendous advantage going into Super Primary for two reasons. One, one is black voters love her. Uh, Gallup released a poll last week that showed just among black voters her favorability uh, was 80.80% positive and only 12 negative. Uh, one of those Super Tuesday states, uh, the Dixie primary, as they're starting to call it, uh, is Texas, uh, where there are large numbers of Latino voters. And the problem for Sanders there uh, is Latinos are suspicious of Sanders because in 2006 he voted against an immigration reform bill. Uh, and Hillary is going to beat the crap out of Sanders on that uh, when we get to Texas and to California. Uh, so, yeah, Hillary's in trouble right now. Bernie Sanders has done a good job. Uh, but, again, I think it would be a mistake to dismiss Hillary. Okay, let's talk about dismissing. Um, first of all, Brad, you always, when I ask you, you're, you're, at least you're brave enough because a lot of people will hem and haw. They won't commit. Um, Joe Biden, is he going to get into this race or not? Uh, I say no. Uh, I think he's ser- he's seriously thinking about it. He's talking to people about it. Uh, but from when people I've talked to in Washington who have talked to Biden's uh, political advisors, one day he's really hot on the idea, and then the other next day he says, well, geez, I know I'd love to be president, but, geez, uh, there are only 150 days to Iowa. Uh, Hillary Clinton is sitting on a pile of money. Uh, I don't want to go out in my political career as a loser. Now, now- now, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, a couple of days ago, was it yesterday even, um, we uh, had, um, oh, God, uh, Nicholas, um, uh, uh, God, I'm, I'm, thank you, Nicholas Wapshot from Newsweek. I like him and love him. How am I, what's going on with me, guys? Am I, am I getting old? Uh, Nicholas Wapshot was saying that of Obama's donors, um, of which there were, what, 700 and some, right? Um, yeah, something like that. Only like 52 have written checks to Hillary. In other words, there's a heck of a lot of money out there that's up for grabs that Biden might be able to get. Uh, the key word is might. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not going to jump in and people are going to shower money on him. Uh, and remember, Hillary is sitting on a big pile of money right now. 
and so Biden will be starting from scratch and has a long way to go uh, until he's competitive uh, with Hillary Clinton. Uh, and, and, and speaking I, of long way to go, that time that she's invested in this campaign machine that she has – whether people perceive it as well. I think it's a well-oiled machine. I just don't think she takes the advice, perhaps, or people don't dare give her advice on certain issues like this email or making comments or, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I wish Bill would because he is the master of diplomacy. But um, the, the with regard um, to time, that does matter. Like you just said, how many days away are we from Iowa? In other words, Joe Biden said that he's going to make an announcement at the end of summer, which is – next week <laughs> pretty much and you know he he would have to in a few months accomplish or try to match what she has quite frankly since most likely she was secretary of state i'm sure she had some stuff going on the side that was in preparation for this well yeah it is a daunting schedule uh you know i once worked uh, one of the first campaigns i worked on uh the campaign manager told me brad you can always raise a little more money. You can always recruit a few more volunteers, but you can't put more days on the calendar. Uh, and I think that's the problem Joe Biden is facing. Okay, now uh, Joe Biden also got 16% of that poll. In your experience um, as a Democratic strategist, uh, you know, somebody who's done, you know, and works with and continues to work with uh, campaigns and with politicians or hopeful, uh, you know, would be and, you know, hoping to be politicians. Is it common for somebody to have like a write-in, like we want this person, whether it's left or right? Have you seen this before? And is and does that 16% get somebody like Joe Biden to go, yeah, the Democrats want me. The Democrats don't think Hillary can win because I think some people, it's not they don't want Hillary. They just want to make sure Democrats win and they don't think Bernie can. Well, uh, yeah, I think there's an element of that. Uh, you know, I think there have, you know, back, I can think of an example way back in before the dawn of history in 1948, there was a big draft Eisenhower movement uh, for him to run for president in 1948, but he decided to wait until 1952. Uh, but uh, the most recent example was the draft uh, Warren movement, and they collected millions of signatures uh, and a lot of fair amount of money and spent a fair amount of money, but she didn't run. Uh, one ah, thing okay, to... so again, trying to uh, – the party – and what do you think that 16 percent – is that fear by the Democrats um, or does it go hand in – you know, because to me, if you take her drop, which is still, like you said, 20 percent, right? Uh, I, I mean a 20 percent lead. Um, if you take the drop – and you take the 16% away from Biden, that's where her drop went, right? I mean, obviously, you know, it went to Biden. Um, yeah, I think that's correct. Right. So why do you think the Democrats are turning to Biden? Um, it, you know, do you, th- do you think that Democrats don't believe she can win? And if Biden got into the race, do you think he would be the nominee? Well, the first thing is there are clearly some Democrats who are concerned about Hillary and the damage that this email uh, thing has caused. And I think you're right. That's where Biden's 16 percent of the vote is. Um, I don't think he would win the nomination if he jumped in, which is why I think he won't jump in, because I think he realizes the difficulties of putting together a national campaign on the fly. Yeah, he won't he won't have the support among African-Americans or women or Latinos that Hillary does. Would you? say correct i mean he'll have their support but not to the numbers that she would 
Yeah, and I mean, if you add together the Latinos and black voters, that's the heart of the Democratic yeah. part, okay. Party. Okay, now, now, one of the things we were going to touch upon uh, briefly is that they're saying that Hillary Clinton and her camp are quietly trying to discourage Biden from this 2016 uh, bid. Uh, they said that her campaign is subtle and blunt, sending a message to Vice President Biden about his potential presidential campaign. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, do you think there is a quiet discouragement? Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Clinton people are, uh, yeah, clearly talking to Democrats uh, in Washington, uh, anybody who listen, uh, that they think it would be uh, bad for Joe Biden uh, to get into the race. And one of the arguments they're using uh, is the reality is they say it would be a mistake for Joe Biden to get in uh, because he would tarnish his legacy. He has a very good, proud res- uh, resume uh, as a United States senator and a vice president for eight years, and, you know, basically the Clinton people are making the argument is Joe's not going to win, and he's going to go out in a losing note uh, instead of as a winning note as a successful vice president and U.S. senator for 30-something years. Uh, but they are talking to people trying to discourage, uh, and uh, they very – Now, her ta- and, and her discouraging and talking to people to discourage, does that show fear? Quick, quick, quick. Yes, uh, it does. Uh, They fear Biden. They realize he's a formidable candidate. Uh, But uh, I think one thing you have to remember about Biden's numbers is when you're looking at a Democratic primary poll, comparing Clinton's numbers with Joe Biden's are like comparing apples and oranges. Hillary has been under constant fire. Joe Biden has been safely uh, hanging out at the White House, and he's not taking any shots. Very good. I mean, when you have yeah, when you have a twenty percent lead, and there's been nothing, there's no dirt on Bernie, there's no dirt on Joe Biden because he hasn't thrown his hat in the ring, and they would, you know, uh, you know, throw dirt down. Uh, That's a very good point, Brad. Stick around, buddy. We're going to uh, do some talk radio news service, and then after that, you and I are going to talk more Hillary, but uh, a different aspect something Republicans are demanding an apology on. Uh, Brad, by the way, can be followed on Twitter at Brad Bannon, B-R-A-D-B-A-N-N-O-N. On Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash brad.bannon1 to like his page there. And follow him on Twitter, BannonCR. Oh, his website, BannonCR.com. On Twitter, at Brad Bannon. To women who hoped to evade the ticking clock of time, Dr. Frederick Brandt was the most potent drug dealer in the world. And the dealer got high on his own supply. From Imperative Entertainment and the team behind Broken Hearts comes a new series that will challenge everything you know about fame, fortune, and the fear of growing old. I'm Justine Harmon, and this is The Baron of Botox. Botox. 